The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself and Tommy Dreamer talk about night number two of the WWE Draft. Who's going where? We talk about it. Also, Cody Rhodes. That's right, Cody Rhodes. Once again, interesting backstage promo as he was leaving the arena last night. What does it mean? What's the ramifications? We talk about it right now on the Busted Open podcast. I thought last night was a decent show. And uh, night number two of the draft, some surprises in the draft, some NXT call-ups that I didn't expect. And it's going to be interesting to see what the next few months are going to be like for the WWE. I agree. And uh, like I had said last week, um, you got to kind of trust the process. I thought the explanation of the new world title this week was way better. It was more so, well, Roman Reigns is going to be on uh, SmackDown, which I'm also thinking and hoping that this means there's going to be a definitive, and I got this vibe, you're only going to see certain people on raw and certain people on SmackDown. That's for the vibe I got last night, the overall presentation of the draft. I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it had a bigger feel to it. Love, love, loved bringing in just like the NFL does celebrities, celebrities within the WWE universe, yeah. bringing in the different hosts really thought that added the specialness of it. Not like a whole lot of angles or, even matches that they would normally do, like people on their way out. Um, there was only one last night, which I enjoyed with the interruption of um, Shawn Michaels. And then they had the big like pull apart with Brock and Cody. But I liked how they actually addressed it. But it did have a bigger feel to it. Like, I mean, you think about it, Dave. I mean, you used to work for the NFL. You covered it. The NFL draft was in a friggin' hotel room uh, in New York for years. And then it just blew up to like NFL draft weekend. It's a big TV show production. Uh, and it felt, it felt special. Yeah. You know, and, and you're right. And for years it was in radio city music hall in front of just a few thousand fans and look at it now, you know, this past weekend it was in Kansas city with tens of thousands of fans in attendance. I almost feel like the WWE and Mark and I were talking about it yesterday could do a little bit more to make it a little bit more fun you know, a couple a couple of years ago, they had the war room, but it was like a, a mockery. You know, they had the the fox robot in there and everything. Like, I, I I would like to see if there were some executives that like almost making it feel like a little bit more credible. Like there was reasons why they were going after some of the superstars that they were going after and seeing some of the disappointment. Actually, Tommy, we got some of that from Shawn Michaels, especially on Friday when so with some of the NXT call ups. 
and and listen, like NXT's on tonight. It's an interesting scenario because you know we had your tag team NXT tag team champions on the show yesterday, Tommy. Uh, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn were on our show yesterday, and they're they're your tag team champions. So I'm like thinking to myself, all right, they're going up against Chance and Carter tonight on NXT. Probably going to drop those titles to Chance and Carter because that's the match we're going to see on NXT tonight. And then you find out last night that Chance and Carter have now been drafted to the main roster. So I don't know what's going to happen on that match tonight on NXT. Uh Similar situation when Impact lost both Mickey James and Josh Alexander. What do you do? Uh, you got to really sit back in your own war room. That's your creative room. Think about what are you going to do? Um, does that mean that the NXT champions, when they go up to the main roster, they're not going to have the NXT titles, which is a nice advertisement, nice crossover. However, those titles won't be on the line the moment they lose. It really kind of kills their credibility. Um, today, it will be a very, very interesting because across the board, you know, they took a lot of hits with their titles. And, you know, they, they lost Indy. They lost um, their tag champs. Yep. So it's definitely something where you have to be like, hmm, what it does open up is great possibilities and it opens the door wide for talent that somebody's going to step up me personally i love tournaments i think it's a great way hey due to the draft these people got called up what are we going to do just like i mean think about in college football when a person's eligibility and they leave or do they stay this isn't really up to the talents what they want to do but i mean i i personally feel the women's division is fine with just vacating both titles, having a tournament, it's they have so much depth and getting new champions. And again, it's a reminder that NXT is a developmental show and it's all about, you know, grooming them for the main roster. You know, I mentioned yesterday having the tag champions on and, you know, we're going to put out a lot of video footage of what we what we talked about with both with all our interviews on our show yesterday. But talking to the tag champs, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, I, I made sure when I asked them about moving up to the main roster, I wanted to see their facial expressions and to, just to see if they were nervous or scared or excited. They were definitely excited. You could tell that they're excited for this opportunity. And then talking, you know, to them, you, you get the, the experience that they must be feeling being able to now live their dream, Tommy, and go move up to the main roster. Yeah, man, it's a big step. Uh, Dave, you weren't here for when we had Mickey and myself with Nia Jax. And we talked and she talked about, she goes, I had no clue. And she's like, I was texting my mom when they came to me on the camera and told me I got called up. And she was like, wait, what? And she was so excited. This is a big move for for it's a big move for everybody. It gives people opportunity. You know, there's been so much talk. We got tagged a lot on it, social media with Cody going to one, you know, brand and Roman going to another. Um, It's going to be like I say, you got to trust the process. Like I said before, I enjoyed the better explanation about the title. It didn't seem like, well, nobody could beat Roman. So we're giving another. And then, as always, Paul, Paul Heyman going out there and talking about that new title. Paul can sell anything and he sold it to be special. And then he sold it 
that at any given time. If Roman wanted, he'd come get it. And then what? Gets interrupted. So, so good. I mean, I, I really did enjoy the show. A lot of people weren't happy. Uh, I can't say a lot of people weren't happy. I, can't, I won't even go by social media. That live crowd was awesome last night. And I get where some people aren't moving at all. And they're just keeping it. But that's kind of how the draft, you know, it's not like everyone has to move across the board or, you know, because, again, this is a television show yeah. and you still have some of your storylines still kind of moving. But it worked. I mean, and again, I don't know if you heard it, felt it. I can't wait to hear from the nation because I know we have a lot of people who uh, attend, you know, especially in the Dallas area that were at the show. But I mean, some of the 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 responses were just through the roof, uh, especially singing Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins uh, music. And then it also gets me to think, who's my top baby face? Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes. And the best part about it is it's awesome to have two great options like that. And they're both on the same brand as well. And we know the the matches that Seth and, and Cody had together. But when you mentioned the crowd, how about Dom Mysterio last Ooh. night? Like the, the way they just brutalized and booed Dominic Mysterio. You got to love it. I mean, to me, that's great. To me, he's the biggest heel in the WWE because no one gets the reaction in a negative way like Dom Mysterio does. Uh, and... Dude, uh, I, I, I could, I'm speechless because of how much heat this kid has. And he's doing it. And this is where when people, I don't want to say people, wrestlers and wrestling fans, or I guess that is people, complain about losses. And, you know, this is one of those, you know, this loss added to Dom in a biggest way and what also my favorite part, I don't know what he said he was going to beat him with because he said it in Spanish, but market specific where he said, I'm going to get whatever I'm assuming is a bigger uh, thing to whoop his son's ass with. And it got such a great response. That would be like me saying, you know, I'm going to get out the wooden spoon because yeah. that was my generation, the good old wooden spoon. But he said it in Spanish and the place erupted for it. And it, it was just when we're talking about, like I said, wins and losses, um, Dom lost the match. It's built into the storyline as well as he has more heat if he even won. And then, you know, the end result going into it, you know, hey, that was a great match that they had. Uh, the baby faces lost, which added to more heat and going into, and, and I am very excited. I don't know about you about uh, the show like Brock versus Cody, that Peacock live backlash, backlash, backlash on Saturday. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. And you know why I'm excited for it on paper? You know, I was having this conversation with somebody last week on paper. It didn't look like a great card to me, but I think the WWE has really pushed it enough that I'm excited about it. Like uh, kudos to the WWE. Cause I really feel like they gave a big match feel to all these matches. And I'll say this, Tommy, and you know, I've been very, very critical of damage control and I really don't feel like they did right by damage control. They did last night. That's a big win 
for damage control because now damage control is moving over to SmackDown, even though it was a non-title match last night, which it was to get that win before they move over to SmackDown. They needed a win because I know a lot of times in pro wrestling, you were just saying it, Tommy, sometimes wins and losses don't matter, but sometimes they do. And I thought that was a big win for damage control last night on raw. Agreed. I loved how they did it. They stole a victory. There was a legal tag blind tag. Um, and then Bailey and I, it's so funny. I watched it last night when I went to bed. Um, she beat her with the sunset flip and just like capitalized one, two, three, anything could happen. When I was saying I was watching it last night, I watched Tony Gurria versus Renee Goulet. Renee Goulet had a claw on Tony got to the ropes. The ref said, break it, break it. He took his eyes off, uh, Tony for half a second. He shot him to the ropes, sunset flip one, two, three. And the place, it was a baby face victory, but. He was in total control, and then the babyface took it from him. So it was just like different reactions. But I was like, man, the sunset flip still works, still gets over. And then the biggest part, Bailey, Bailey's reactions, like she always does. She sold it like she won the title, like she won the Super Bowl. And that was – they did need it. They did or do need some damage control to their characters. Yes. Hence why going to a new show will add to that. They have a star quality entrance bailey's a star um it, it's it could work with just a little bit of tweaking uh and you want to see it i want to see it and i think the wwe universe wants to see it yeah and and i think it was a much needed victory like you just said tommy sometimes a change of scenery is good and i yep. think damage control moving over to smackdown is going to do wonders for them at the fights with randy gordon and jerry cooney that is it William Zapata won the biggest fight of his career, a second-round knockout. What a puncher he is. Zapata threw three great body shots. When you get hit with those shots, you can't get up. At the fights, Mondays and Fridays from 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern, only on Sirius XM Fight Nation, Channel 156. As a wrestling fan, you know it's hard. All the blood, the sweat, the tears, the chairs. It's a hard day out there. And do you know what tastes incredible after a hard day in the ring? A Mike's Hard Lemonade. You get all hot and bothered, and then you can cool off with an ice-cold hard lemonade. Since day one, Mike's Hard Lemonade has been making lemonade the hard way. They take three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, and cold-press them to create a taste like no other. They choose to do things the hard way because they know hard days deserve a hard lemonade. That's why for 25 years, Nothing has tasted better after a hard day than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Find now in store, Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium malt beverage with flavors. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Tommy, let's go back to 
last night and Monday Night Raw. Cody said a couple of things that I found interesting, and I want to get your take. And he talks about that he needs to win this match on Saturday. He has to finish the story, Tommy, because he's afraid that if he doesn't win on Saturday, he's going to fall back to the back of that line. So when I hear finishing the story, isn't that story about Roman Reigns? So I find it interesting that Cody was talking about finishing the story. And I found it interesting that Heyman was leering at that World Heavyweight Championship. It makes me wonder how Cody is going to get back into the fold when it comes to Roman. You have talked about it. Mark has talked about it. Bully has talked about it. You all think I'm crazy about how I overreacted about Cody losing at WrestleMania 39. And everybody's saying, trust the process, man. The story's not over. It's going gonna, it's gonna to lead us to WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia. Well, Tommy, how? How is this going to happen? Because, again, Cody is on Monday Night Raw. And Roman is exclusively on SmackDown. And from everything I heard last night, man, these brand splits are true. Unless you're a free agent, you can't move from one brand to the other. So I'm very, very interested how this story is going to finish for Cody Rhodes. I feel the story is about winning the title. That's finished. And yes, because Roman, I mean, this title wasn't introduced when Cody came back and he told the story about his father and holding up the title that was on his father's mantle, blah, blah, blah. The story is about winning a title. And though at the time Roman was the champion, now there's another title that will be recognized in the WWE. I get it, Dave, but you're asking me a question. I got to answer it. Oh, that is so bad, though. Your answer is so, and I'm not blaming you for the answer but if that's the answer to the wwe that's bad that's like you're the jets right and you're trying to win the afc east but the damn those patriots they keep beating us boy i can't beat tom brady and the patriots they keep beating us each and every year so you know what we're gonna do we're gonna move to the nfc and then maybe we can win that division in the NFC because we won't be able to face Tom Brady anymore. That's what that sounds like to me. You can't beat Roman, so now I'm going to go after a whole new world championship because it's a world championship. WWE says it is, so it's a whole new world championship, and that's what I'm going to go after because I couldn't beat Roman at WrestleMania 39. That's not a story. That's a whole new edition of a book. That's that's going halfway through a book. I didn't finish reading it. I don't like where this story's going. I'm going to throw this book out, and I'm going to rent a whole new book from the library. That's what that sounds like to me. Um, I get it, and I understand your uh, passion, but yes, that's kind of how they're going. Maybe that chip, when we all uh, sign our contracts in WWE, they, act- they activated it just now in my brain because um, I gave the WWE answer. But honestly, like I, I do trust the process. I do trust that this will get over. What if Cody wins? I mean, first of all, Cody has to beat Brock. When we talk about wins and losses, Cody yes. needs to beat Brock. Number one. Number two, if Cody does win this tournament, because then again, I have two people who are as worthy. Cody straight up said, 
I need, I'm not going to the back. If Seth wins this, Cody has to turn heel, which I don't want. I don't recommend because Cody still is a very, very popular babyface, but so is Seth Rollins. Um, if Cody does win the title, cool. Then what if he challenges my title versus your title at WrestleMania 40? Does that help, That's, David? That, yes, that does. If he wins this. <laughs> no, you're right. No, listen, I'm going to 100%. The only thing that makes sense is if he wins this World Heavyweight Championship title and then goes after Roman to unify all the titles. But if that is what happens, then what did, why did they introduce a new title? Now you got three world championships laying around. Why do that if at the end game, which is just less than a year away at WrestleMania 40, did you go through the efforts of introducing a new championship title if you're just going to unify them anyway? Well, what was a big thing that a lot of people were talking about? There's no titles on Raw. There's no world title on Raw, even though, and because Roman, uh, listen, I you said it the best. WWE did record business doing what they were doing. I don't mind bouncing back and forth. I don't mind Roman doing what Roman does, but maybe they were just like, hey, this is getting stale. Or, you know, also Vince is in charge now. Maybe Vince was just like, why is there no title on Raw? And even though you could say, well, Vince, we did X, Y, and Z, I want a title on Raw. Well, do you want Roman to lose? No, I don't have that answer. You're asking that's I can't even say that's above my pay grade. That's a question that will through time. Why did this happen? I don't know, but I gave you a a solution that would make everybody happy. It would, but then it wouldn't explain why you have all these championship titles hanging. Why would you just introduce a new championship title just for 11 months later to unify all the titles again? Don't know. I don't have and that answer. I also showed my age by saying about, you know, getting a, a book at the library because nobody does. Do people go to libraries anymore? Well, you've also talked about Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson today. So it's okay. <laughs> I, and I, and I, I made it. I made a Tony Gurria. So a sunset flip reference. So I'm I, uh, we are so fucking old. I'm young at heart. Peter Pardo, who's a part of this show just a couple of weeks ago when we did our, our music was saying that it's going to be champion versus champion. And that's what you're saying, Tommy, champion versus champion. But it doesn't make any sense when you're introducing a new championship title. And God, we saw a lot of it last night. Every time they went up to the podium, they made sure to give you an angle showing that new championship title. So we're doing this just for 11 months later to get rid of it because you're going to have champion versus champion to unify all the championship titles at WrestleMania 40. Why get a rid of it? Or just like I said, what if Roman wants to be in that? If they're doing, I don't even, have they even explained how they're going to determine this? Yes, they're doing it at, at Night of Champions. So we'll have the the newly crowned world heavyweight champion of this okay. new championship title. And then you're going to have three world championship titles on, in the WWE. Why don't well, you just introduce a fourth? So that the, 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 the wrestler on Raw has two championship titles, just like Roman has two championship titles. Because then isn't Roman the more superior wrestler because he has two championship titles and the, and the, and the champion on Raw only has one? That David, sounds unfair. It, 
I'm going to make you go nuts. What what did, you, you know what? You know what you should have <laughs> did? Here. This is what you should have did. Had fucking Cody win at WrestleMania 39 because that fucking guy would defend the championship title on Raw and SmackDown. That's how great Cody is. That's what a champion really does. He appears on both brands and and and, and defends the championship title on both brands. You don't need all this rigmarole. You just have one champion. And I used the word rigmarole. That also shows I'm 51. I said, Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, getting a book at the library, and rigmarole all within the first 45 minutes of the show today. David, how about this? Title versus title in Philadelphia, and Roman beats Cody, but then Cody still recognizes champion. You would literally, (laughs) your head would pull a scanners and just implode. Wouldn't you agree that if, and this is a big if, if Cody wins that World Heavyweight Championship title, it's almost like a consolation prize. It's almost like a participation trophy if he wins the championship title. Don't you agree with that? From last week's explanation, yes. This week's explanation and how they're starting to make this thing special, I already just gave you one, Cody beats Brock. Man, he's... This is the guy. Number two, what if he beats Roman for this title, but Roman's titles aren't on the line? It does help you. Oh, God, the things you say to come out of your mouth. By the way, how do you go to WrestleMania 40, have champion versus champion? Then what does that mean for money in the bank, and what does that mean for the Royal Rumble? If you if if are you going to tell me Cody as the world heavyweight champion is going to enter the Royal Rumble? That doesn't make I'm any sense. I'm just giving to me. you a happy. I'm giving you a happy button. I gotta tell you what you should have did. Had Cody win at WrestleMania 39, problem solved. How about this? The winner of the Royal Rumble chooses to face whoever is the champion because David, you're also assuming Cody's winning this thing. If, like I said, Seth wins, Cody then turns on Seth. Oh, are you okay? Yeah, hold on on a second. Hold on a second. Let's just say, for the sake of an example here, let's say Seth Rollins wins this convoluted World Heavyweight Championship that's exclusive to Monday Night Raw. Seth Rollins is the champion, right? So now now you say, well, now Cody can go after Roman and the undisputed WWE Universal Championship, right? So he enters the Royal Rumble at one, goes through everybody, wins the Rumble, and now he can decide what champion he wants to go after, and he goes after Roman. Well, what does that say about the championship title that's on the brand that you belong to? That's basically saying that that title on Monday Night Raw, even though I've been drafted to Raw and I'm a part of Monday Night Raw, that championship title means absolute garbage to me because I'm going after Roman Reigns. But you don't belong on SmackDown. That completely destroys your championship title on Monday Night Raw. I totally feel that, yes, whoever wins the Royal Rumble, if you want to put the exclamation point or validity on this new title, that person has to go after that title at WrestleMania. And uh, when I tell you again, I trust the process because we were how many weeks away with Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns before Mania and everyone speculating all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. And it just added to the storyline. 
It really did. I mean, there was people who I wasn't, but they were like, Sami Zayn's the new world champion. It's going to be Sami and Cody, or it's going to be a three-way, all this stuff. It had everybody talking. It was such a buzz. Did it affect the main event? No. I get where you're coming from, and I get that you're very, very passionate. And I'm not even saying it because it is Cody, who you and I are big fans of. Yes. But, I mean, honestly, when Cody said, I'm not going to the back of the line, think of this, David. What if Cody loses to Brock? Oof. And then I have Seth. Seth, who's this big baby face? Cody's this big baby face. Cody turns on Seth. Cody's now a top heel on the one side. We still haven't even heard from Roman. I don't know where the hell Roman is. I can't, can't believe you just actually said that Cody turns heel. Oh, my God. What, what's going on here? Somebody help. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.